What's up, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode 159 of Foodie Friday, where I'm talking about the biggest, the biggest hack that I've found so far in tracking macros. I kind of go over the importance of it, how I usually make my clients or people just asking for advice track their macros, the role that plays in their success of their diet nutrition plan. And then I reveal the big hack, the big thing that really helps people out as far as sticking to their numbers, making sure they're not overeating and that they really um, are more flexible with it, right? That they can actually eat the foods that they want to eat throughout the day. And so they're not really trapped into having to eat only protein at night or uh, not having any carbs when they go out with family and friends, these kind of things. So I have it I have it kind of figured out. I have found a nice little hack that is working wonders, and it's a great thing you guys can try. If you like the podcast, please review it. Just go to iTunes, your podcast app, leave a five-star rating, write a review if you want to. If you do, you will be entered to win a free Triple F t-shirt. Those are always in the works if you leave a written review, um, but five-star rating is definitely appreciated as well. It only takes a few seconds. You can also support the show by just talking about it and sharing it on social media. Follow me at StoltzFit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram and uh, you just you know mention the podcast, tag me, um, maybe this episode, if it helps you out, you can tag me in a post and I'll comment on that. You can just kind of interact with me that way. That's really what I'm after is conversation with this podcast and helping people out. Today's show is brought to you by Health IQ. You know how those car insurance companies get you lower rates if you're a good driver? Right, the good driving bonus checks. Well, Health IQ does something similar with your life insurance. If you are a healthy person, you care about your health, you are health conscious, you may qualify for a discount on your life insurance. It is a it's a way to get lower rates on your life insurance uh, just by being healthy, right? Just by having good habits, like tracking your food, like I'm talking about today. You can import from various apps. Go speak to an agent or go to triple, go to, excuse me, healthiq.com slash triple F. That's healthiq.com slash the word triple, the letter F, to support the show and see if you qualify for the lower rates. Let's get down to today's episode 159 foodie friday to finish out the week welcome to the fitness food and freedom podcast keep listening for some awesome advice on health motivation and becoming a better version of yourself be sure to tune in every week for motivation monday workout wednesday and foodie friday behind the mic today your host a strength and conditioning coach husband and businessman jordan stoltz What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, hitting that second F today because it's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. I like talking about nutrition, diets, and uh, all things bettering yourself through 
food um, on Fridays. So I kind of finish out the week with some nutrition tips that you can use next week, use this weekend, start experimenting with a little bit. That's what today's show is all about is experimenting. And I'm really excited about this actual episode today because I'm going to share something super applicable to you guys, really something that you can you can throw in in your own journeys, in your own in your own uh, just your nutrition habits, I guess. So I kind of want to start out with a general recommendation of what I do with my clients for nutrition and what I think the process should look like for somebody wanting to get healthier and wanting to wanting to eat the proper way for their body and build a healthy lifestyle around that. Right? That's a general outline right there is to be more mindful of what they eat and build a healthy lifestyle. Right? That's the end goal. But it takes some steps to get there, and I believe everyone needs to go through these steps. So what I usually have clients do, whether it's you know people just asking me for advice, messaging me on Instagram, maybe it's, maybe it's actually a coaching client uh, from triplefpodcast.com slash products. Uh, if, no, no, no matter who it is, I'll kind of tell them to go through the same process, right, that you you need to start making better choices with your food. You need to be mindful of your food and you need to know, you need to be mindful in various ways. I guess you could say you need to know how much you're eating. You need to know what kinds of food you're eating. You need to know the ratios of the food you're eating. Those are kind of the big three in my eyes. So you have the food quantity, the food quality and the food split. And then little things come into play like food timing, little things that really don't play that much of a difference in the long run, maybe just the short run as far as your workout performance goes, but really to get in that healthier lifestyle, to build a proper nutrition plan, that's where it starts, is figuring out the quantity, quality, and split. And you can kind of tell there that if you're more mindful of your food quality, that's one taken care of. The other two can be solved by tracking, which is why I have everybody start tracking right away. Now, a lot of people don't like tracking. I'd probably say over probably about half or a little over half of the personal training clients that I had working at a gym didn't really want to track. They didn't want that as part of their plan, right? They wanted to just be given a meal plan written out. These are the foods you should eat. Here's the foods you get at the store, cook these meals, eat these, right? You eat chicken, rice, broccoli, asparagus, chicken, beans, right? Like whatever it is, they wanted that specific meal plan laid out for them and kind of a done for you strategy. And while that sometimes works, yes, you're not actually building effective habits and a relationship to food where you are able to be flexible and you're able to, to achieve your goals in a multiple, in multiple situations, I guess you could say multiple different things that come up. So I think tracking your food's absolutely necessary, uh, to, to really just become aware of your food, right? I've talked about this before on the podcast. I think everyone should go through at least a phase where they track their food. It's surprising how many people don't want to do it, but uh, I don't think people really realize how necessary it really is uh, to to understand nutrition. You're not going to understand your own diet and nutrition until you really understand what food does to you and how much food a serving is of different things, right? It's that basic. Until you realize that you're that when you snack and you reach into the peanut butter jar for some peanut butter, you think you're having two tablespoons, but it's really more like six tablespoons, right? To actually measure that, to actually weigh things out, to actually, when you fill your bowl up with rice, you know, 
how much rice are you eating? Is it a half cup? Because that's one serving. Or is it one and a half cups, you know, and you're taking in 90 grams of carbohydrates that you didn't know of, right? Are you actually getting enough protein? Is the chunk of chicken that you're eating enough or is it more than you think, right? These are the different things you can actually solve through macro tracking. So I recommend everybody does that for some period of time. The whole process that I take people through basically goes track, learn your food that way, learn portion sizes, learn how different calorie amounts and macro amounts make you feel. Eventually, you don't have to do that, right? You can kind of start making mindful choices as far as food amount, as far as food quality is concerned. And eventually, you can just kind of go to intuitive eating where you're basically eating when you feel hungry, eating how you feel your body how you feel your body needs it. Now, that being said, I think people will often hear that and they think that is the end goal that you should be at very soon, right? Like, okay, I've been tracking for a few months, time to eat intuitively. No, that's not the way it works. That is a recipe for either gaining weight or crashing your metabolism, whichever you tend to do. If you tend to undereat, you're probably going to actually mess up your metabolism by doing that. If you tend to overeat, you're going to put on a weight pretty quick doing that. You need to track for a while and you need to, what I would kind of say is do an alternating kind of strategy just to really just remind yourself of food amounts. So you're going to go through periods of tracking followed by periods of intuitive eating. And that can look many different ways. That could look like a month of tracking followed by a month of intuitive eating. It could be, it could look like two days of tracking followed by two days of intuitive eating. It could look like six days of tracking followed by one day of intuitive eating, right? You're just kind of experimenting with it, seeing how accurate you are, seeing how different you feel with each way. And that's kind of the the bridge method to get to that point. But that takes a really long time, right? You're going to be working on your nutrition for a long time. And it is a lifestyle thing. You probably won't be eating intuitively in the purest sense of the word, I mean, three to five years is really what I would say. And that may seem like a long time, but I mean, in the long run, it's not that long, right? In the window, you're not going to be tracking for the rest of your life. You're just going to be tracking until you really feel comfortable at that point. I mean, I'm just getting there, right? I'm just getting there. I tend to eat a lot of food. And sometimes if I'm not super mindful, I can, I can overeat. So tracking really helps you keep everything in check. It really helps you actually stick to your goal. And nutrition is a huge part of that. Uh, I am getting to the point where I can get really close, right? I can sit down to a dinner and not track until later that night. I can eat and I have a pretty good estimate that, okay, that feels like that was about 1200 calories, you know, with all these different things added together. That's probably like a thousand calories. I, I log it and I'm usually within a couple hundred, right? Depending on what the stuff was cooked in or what was on there for sauces. So you need to kind of get to that point where you can really be a great estimator. And that's going to require some really painstaking time put into tracking. It's going to require some weighing with the food scale. It's going to require measuring with measuring cups and tablespoons and teaspoons. It's going to be not so fun at first, but it's going to get a little easier. And then eventually you can cross that bridge uh, to, to the intuitive eating. But today's episode isn't about intuitive eating. Today's episode is about tracking, more specifically, the ultimate hack to make your tracking better. So how do you this is something I just figured out. I'm pretty excited. About I'm pretty amped up about this, guys. This is a crazy way uh, to it's a crazy way to just 
really make things easier for you. So a lot of times I get the complaint with tracking that you use up certain macros at the beginning of the day, right? By the time you get to dinner, by the time you get to lunch, by the time you get to maybe when you're hungry at seven or eight at night, you you don't have the foods you want left or on the opposite hand of that, you have a lot of something that's hard to get. So what I mean by that is maybe by the time you reach dinner, you've eaten all your carbohydrates for that day. So that really limits what you can do for dinner. And then on the other hand, maybe you didn't get enough protein um, all the way till dinner. And then, you know, your family decides to have pasta and you don't really get the protein you need. You end up either having to drink protein shakes or being short in your number that day. The hack I found eliminates that and it really makes things easier. It really helps families. It really helps people who are busy and it really helps macro trackers in general. This is going to change your whole life if you track macros. So stay tuned for that. Just a quick little cut in here. The Triple F podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, as I said at the beginning of the show. It's an insurance company that helps health conscious people like you guys, runners, cyclists, weightlifters, people who care about the nutrition, track their food, helps them get lower rates in their life insurance. Uh, little things, right, really add up to being more healthy. And Health IQ realizes this, that your nutritional habits, your exercise, your consistency in all those areas means that you deserve a lower rate. And that's really what they're trying to help you do. Like I said at the beginning, just like Auto insurance companies help you get lower rates if you're a good driver. Health IQ is the same for life insurance. If you're a healthy person, if you care about your health, you take it seriously, they will help you qualify for a lower rate. Uh, so go to triple, I did it again. Oh my gosh. Go to healthiq.com slash triple F to support the show and see if you qualify, guys. Healthiq.com slash triple F to see if you qualify. That's the word triple the letter F. Now back to the show. Foodie Friday. Here's the hack, guys. Are you ready? I feel like I should throw in like a drum roll or something. This this hack, I'm going to hype it up a little bit. I need to hype this thing up. This hack has been the more more of a game changer for me than than anything else that I've ever done with my macro tracking. I've done a lot, right? I've tried different softwares, I've tried different apps, I've tried spreadsheets, I've read books, I've I've experimented with fasting, right? And not eating and actually just combining everything into a smaller window. I've tried logging things ahead of time where you sit down at seven, eight in the morning when you first get up and you're logging everything. Uh, before that you're going to eat so you're actually on a meal plan but it's you know it's flexible with the choices but you have it all planned out i've tried all these different things and none of them has worked as well as this hack so here it is my ultimate macro hack The ultimate macro hack, the thing that's going to completely change the game for you for tracking your food is to abandon your ideas of when your day starts. Let me explain. So normally someone pulls up my fitness pal, right? And we all, if you've messed with it at all, this is how you probably do it. You pull out my fitness pal and you log your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner, right? This is the normal order of our meals. It's sun up to sundown. It's when you wake up to when you go to bed, right? And 
I'm saying change that. That's the macro hack. That's the thing that's going to completely change it is abandon the breakfast, lunch, dinner order. Make it dinner, breakfast, lunch. That's going to be your new order for tracking your food. So hear me out on this. I'll explain why. Uh, What you're going to do is your first meal is going to be dinner. And then you're going to go to bed, right? You can snack if you want to. Just know that's going to have consequences for the next day. So this does two things. If you put your dinner first, the first thing it's going to do is give you all of your macros to play with. It's going to give you all of your calories to use in that meal, right? You you have, if you can eat 2000 calories a day in your plan, that's how much you need to maybe maintain your weight or lose weight, whatever your goal is. Let's say lose weight. Cause that's what a lot of people's goals are right now. You have 2000 calories to play with, right? If you go the traditional method, breakfast, lunch, dinner in my fitness pal or another app, you're going to maybe have what, like seven, 800 calories left for dinner, right? And you're very restricted to certain macronutrients where this becomes a problem is because dinner is often the, the, um, least planned out meal of the day. So you get home from work, you pull out what's in the fridge, or maybe you go out with friends, you go out with coworkers, you go out with family. Maybe you have young kids and you're planning on making chicken and rice, but they want pizza, right? Maybe you don't have those fat macros left. What do you do? Do you pull off all the cheese and live that way? Or what if you have 80 grams of protein left by the time you get to dinner, your family wants to eat pasta and you have no way to get that protein without downing a bunch of protein shakes or doing something that's not necessarily enjoyable. That's the traditional method. With this, you have all of the macros and all of the um, calories to play with in the, in the meal that's usually the least organized and the most kind of uh, spur of the moment type thing, right? If you're a normal person with a normal schedule, you most likely have the most control in your day over your breakfast and over your lunch. You can pack your own lunch. You can choose what you eat for breakfast, right? But maybe dinner is all together or maybe dinner is is something that you go out for, right? So if you start with fresh and whole amounts of calories and macronutrients for your dinner, you can eat really whatever you want within reason as long as you're mindful of it and you don't overeat too much. You're going to be encouraged I guess discouraged to eat snacks at night is a better way to say it because you're going to know that that's going to be taken away from your from your next day's calories, right? You're still in the middle of the day. It's not like the end and you're thinking, well, I'll just squeeze in these snacks and make up for it later. So you're really, you're allowed bigger dinners, I guess, in this and you're allowed any kind of dinner. So let's use that pizza example. You have your pizza with your family because that's what they decided to have. Normally, that wouldn't be such a great dinner for your macros, but it's fine, right? Because you're going, say, 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. on your macro tracking. So you start there. You have the pizza. Maybe you have three pieces, four pieces, maybe the whole pizza. And by the time breakfast rolls around, you see, okay, I used up most of my fat, actually, uh, from last night's dinner. So with these other two meals I'm going to have or however many meals you choose to do in that time before the next day's dinner, uh, you can fit those in however you want, right? Maybe you use all your fat. So for your breakfast, you have egg whites, you have something, maybe you have a protein shake, maybe you put protein powder in a smoothie with like only carbs and protein, right? And then lunch, you can have the freedom to pack whatever you want. Now, I think you guys probably get it, and this is huge. This has really changed the game for me. This is why 
I practice intermittent fasting was so that structure early in the day would allow for freedom later on. I've even talked about this before, and that's the power of fasting is really just that restricted window to eliminate breakfast and to make your lunch way smaller. All you're doing is allowing way more flexibility for dinner where you don't have to be as rigid with what you can eat. But a lot of people don't want to necessarily fast. And I do believe a lot of, well, everybody needs to go through a tracking phase. So if you're in that phase of tracking, a way more sustainable way to do it, and it might take a little getting used to, but a way, way more comfortable and flexible way to track your food is to go dinner to dinner. So your window is going to look like 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. instead of 7 a.m. to 7 a.m., right? It's the same 24 hours. So in, in the whole scheme of things, your results are going to be the same, right? Over in the next... 500 hours, you're going to eat the same amount of calories if you stick to it as you would have if you went seven to seven. It's not going to make a difference in your body composition. The meal timing is going to be just the same. It's just when you choose to start your day on the app, right? You're not starting your day necessarily, but you're starting your day of when you track your calories. So it's going to reset every night at like 5 p.m. Maybe you get off work. That's a fresh day of calories. And you can eat whatever you want for that dinner. As long as you're smart about it, you will still have to be mindful and you still have to be responsible, but it's going to allow a lot more flexibility and freedom, which, hey, that's two of the F's right there, right? Food and freedom, making you fit. That's all three F's. And that's really cool. So you're going to, you're going to hit that dinner. Do really have the flexibility to not worry about it? Cause there's nothing worse than, than not having any fat left and you're, colleagues want to go out for burgers right or you you don't you only have protein left and you're not having something with protein that night right it's a terrible situation to be in and you really do have more control over maybe the earlier meals like breakfast or like lunch so this is going to be a game changer even if you hate tracking even if you're someone that says jordan i do not want to track my food i want to just eat healthy food, just want to eat intuitively, give this a try. Because if you've had a bad experience in the past with tracking, where you kind of felt like it wasn't flexible, or it was really rigid, and you didn't have the freedom to do what you wanted to do. um, For one, it's going to help you eat the right amount of food. So what you think is a lack of flexibility might just be forcing you to eat what you should be eating. And then two, this is going to make the world of the difference for for as far as the flexibility is concerned throughout your day. Give that a try. Let me know what you think about it. This has been a game changer for me. I'm sure it will be for you guys as well. If you implement it, do it, do it tomorrow already. Okay. So just skip the tracking for breakfast and lunch tomorrow, eat whatever you want to fast. I don't care what you do. And maybe even maybe you start Monday, maybe you start this weekend, that dinner that you start, start at 5 p.m., start tracking your dinner and then do breakfast, lunch and reset that day every time on your dinner. That's today's tip. That's something you can really apply to your own journeys. Big, big macronutrient tracking tip. If you like it, let me know what you think. Go to Instagram, um, stoltzfit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T, just, I mean, any picture, just comment, say, Hey, I've tried this new, I've tried this new, um, macro tracking method that you told me about. It's working great, or I hate it, whatever, um, whatever you want to say, maybe even screenshot your, your calories from my fitness pal, tag me in it on Instagram, and I'll check that out. 
Uh, that's today's show, everybody. That's Foodie Friday. That's episode 159. Big game changer here. Thank you for joining me. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and hopefully, um, hopefully this this helps you guys out in nutritional journeys. I'll see you guys on Monday for Motivation Monday. For now, see you later, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 